podcast where we talk about things with one super special guest every week. Just sit back, relax, and hear us speak on This Is Happening, the podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to This Is Happening. This is Eric Morris. Oh, oh he's looking at me now. I, I... <laughs> <laughs> and we have, a, we have a guest Georgie's co-host. Here. We have a guest yes. co-host. We're on the road. We're in New York. We meeting are. with fabulous people, having a fabulous time. We've yes. been here for a few days. Very, very hungover I'm already time. speaking like Georgie, but I don't. I, I, <laughs> I, but uh, anyway, we are here in New York, um, and we are uh, sitting down with... We're very excited because we're, we're at the, makers, the Hudson. We're at the Hudson And um, they opened the library bar just for us. <laughs> they but they're did. not making us drinks, which is rather annoying. And our guests today <laughs> are the makers of a series called The East Siders, or maybe just East Siders. There's no the. And it's the. Kit Williamson and John Halbach. Am I saying that right? Yeah. It, really? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> correct him. He, t- he said my name wrong for a very long time. I did. Until your mother corrected, mother corrected me, him. and then I've always remembered. I say Halbach, like callback. Oh. But I oh, think I like it's technically that. supposed to be Halbach, so I don't think Hallbach. it should be correct again. <laughs> okay, well, okay. Halbach. Okay. Um, they are actors and writers and directors and Creators. producers and just, you know, just fountains of content. Um, and they, they've done more than just the Eastsiders. But I, we, it's funny, I don't think we've met. I mean, we may have. Are you, do you live in New York? No, we're in Los Angeles. That's we're what in I Silver thought. Lake. Yeah. Oh, I'm I mean, near, I, you're near me. I have so many friends in Silver Lake that, that know you and work with you, like Drew Drogi and Sam love Pancake Drew, and, Sam. Um, you know, all, all those people, <laughs> lots of people. The cast of the Golden Girls at Casita del Campo. Yes, <laughs> yes. We've had Sherry Vine on the podcast, and Sherry, I've known Sherry since, you know, um, I was living in New York. Um, and we're about to go interview Justin Vivian Bond oh, at, at, uh, yeah. at Vivian's uh, East Lower East Side. We saw them um, their Carpenters. Carpenters Christmas concert a few years ago. Wow. I mean, that was I love the Carpenters. You will love uh, Justin Vivian Bond, who really is just one of the premier cabaret singers of our time. I, I was obsessed with with Kiki and Herb, and love Justin Vivian Bond's work since. So, but that—that's our next podcast. Why am I skipping to that? That's I know. Not about Stop you. talking about talking, other people. You, so, so tell us why, why are you here in New York? What are you? What are you up to? Well, we actually had a press preview screening of East Siders at Soho House last week, and we're sticking around because his company that he works for now is having a Pride party for their Pride Fifty Awards. Yes, right. it is about to be the fiftieth Pride, the fiftieth anniversary of the first Pride in New York, which is amazing. Um, so you're a part of that? You're a part yeah. of that celebration? So I work for this company, Q Digital, which is behind the websites LGBTQ Nation and Queerty in Gay Cities. And oh, we started great. a program last year called the Pride 50, where we honor 50 people that we're particularly proud of this Pride season. So Wednesday night, we're having our first New York event in a while at Town Stages downtown. I'm really Incredible. excited. Incredible. Is it wow. honoring someone specific? Or is it... Um... There's 50 honorees, and John Cameron Mitchell is going to be on hand receiving Love a special him. award. And then we're also going to have a performance from Jeremiah Lloyd Harmon, who was on this season of American Idol. I was at the premiere of Short Bus in Cannes. Um, I love that movie. And it turned out that a friend of mine from college was one of the people that helped um, finance it, and he was there. And he's like, hey, come to this party we're having. And I spent the next three days partying with the cast of Short Bus um, and, and everyone. <laughs> 
so fun. As you do. I've seen that movie, so I know how they party. (laughs) Yes, it was just like that. (laughs) Uh, But they had the like the most amazing uh, part. Fortissimo was their sales company. They had this uh, party on the pier, and um, John Cameron Mitchell did um, Hedwig songs for the first time since the movie, and Kiki and Herb were hosting and singing, and all of the so many people in that cast were singers and songwriters and so I was standing like backstage with Justin and it was just me, Ian McKellen um, and a couple of other famous gays (laughs) and I was just like this is it, ah I love it anyway that doesn't have anything to do with you either what am I doing? Jennifer Aniston has ever publicly acknowledged that movie do you remember in the sensory deprivation tank the two girls are having like the it's like Long Night of the Souls conversation. Oh, yeah. One of them is like embarrassed of her name. It's like, what is it? And she's like, Jennifer. Jennifer what? <laughs> Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> <laughs> she's just crying out of shame. <laughs> her name is just I completely moment. forgot about that. But like that girl's name is that actress, like Lindsay Beamish or something like that. She was one of the people I was hanging out with. There can be there. more than one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a feeling that she doesn't know that, Aniston, <laughs> that, you know, pro- that of Friends probably doesn't know that story. Yeah. Um, so, season four of Eastsiders, um, I have seen um, episodes from all of the seasons. Um, is, who, all right, so tell us about you know, who, who you play. You're, you're a couple. And is, I forget his name, what's his name? Is it Matthew Killigan? Matthew McKelligan? McKelligan. I, I can always, I have a trouble with his name. Is he still in it? Yeah, so EastEnders is a dark comedy about a gay couple and their friends living in Silver Lake, California, yeah. and the sad and funny messes that they make out of their lives. Okay. We are a couple in real life, but we don't play a couple on the show. Right. Uh, the central couple is me and Van Hansis from As the World Turns. Right. We play a couple kind of dealing with the aftermath of infidelity with Matthew McKelligan's character as sort of a bizarre love triangle for the three yeah, of us. Yeah, he came in was a little bit of a thruple. A little bit of a triangle, anyway. Yeah, because yeah. that's the unique thing about like a gay infidelity story is that turnabout can be very much fair play. Yeah, yeah. yeah. sleep with that same guy. Same <laughs> Which, spoiler alert happens in episode three of season one. Oh. And <laughs> plays the straight guy on the show. And in season two, it expanded to a much bigger ensemble to involve a lot more characters and storylines. And season four is really returning to that big ensemble yeah. format. We've got really five central couples this season, and we're kind of wow. uh, following an ensemble format to really yeah. look at all kinds of different... I'm now remembering I saw a lot of, or probably all of season one, and I haven't seen much since then, but... Um, the show had a glow up in my hair alone. Just evolved <laughs> from season one to season two. Amazing. We got a lot more money. We quadrupled our budget. That's amazing. That's great. And we also doubled our runtime. So we went from 10 minute episodes to half hour episodes. How many episodes two. are there in season four? Every uh, season, starting with season two, has six half hours. Okay. Right. I'm going to binge watch. I'm excited. Yeah. Didn't get that in before this, but. <laughs> yes. Sorry. I was, I was on my deathbed. Two podcast hosts at a time. Yeah. <laughs> we've actually had, yes. we've had quite an adventurous few days. We went to see Jinx Monsoon perform at Joe's Pub last night. Love Jinx. Um, yeah. And actually, George, Georgie and I both appear in a web series called Blame the Hero by Brandon Rogers. 
that Jinx is in as well. I wasn't um, in that scene though. <laughs> no. She, Jinx actually replaced me as the queen. In yeah, that. I was it, like, this is, what's it, going on? It's I'm a, the queen. It's a very, uh, very brilliant and uh, comedy about time travel and someone trying to go back in time to prevent the end of the world from happening. Jinx plays the queen of America, I guess, like as a, as a British queen, because it, things have changed and, and the, the British... Let's talk about the East Siders one. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I mean, East Siders, sorry. We keep saying the. I like the East Siders. Yeah, I don't know. Really really so it sounds British. Anyway, we, we, we love Jinx. Love, yeah. <laughs> we love Jinx, and we, and we went to see that show, and then we went to Broadway Bears. Kind of oh, like, oh, that was so impromptu. fun. Impromptu. Impromptu. We just walked in. I couldn't find a seat. I was like in the back, like doing a plie, just staring at hot naked men. I always loved going to that. I didn't even know what was happening. And then it turns out like a friend of mine was one of the producers of it. But anyway, we went and I loved it. And um, so that was fun. What yeah. have you guys been up to? You've been doing press and you were at the Soho House. Did you enjoy? Yeah, yeah. it was great. It was my first time going to the New York Soho House and I loved it. I it's was thinking lovely, of isn't it? the it's episode of Sex in the City where Kim Cattrall, for some reason, can't get a membership and oh, yes. sneak in. <laughs> yeah. And looking back, I feel like Samantha Jones should have been able to get a membership. Your money yeah. is no sure. good here, Samantha yeah, Jones. Yeah. <laughs> if she can get a Birkin, why can't she get I into know. the Soho House? Yeah, but she needed Lucy Liu to get the Birkin. <laughs> no, that's true. She did. The screening was great. We had an awesome crowd. The room was totally full. I had to stand in the back. So mm. That was exciting, and we didn't even know most of those people. Yeah. Wow. Because we don't know that many rich people. So that's great. <laughs> <laughs> we are not members. Not <laughs> members. <laughs> a fan of the show who wanted to put together something for Pride. And we were like, oh, this is great. This is a great opportunity to get some early buzz yeah. going. We were just starting our festival tour. We were at Inside Out Toronto a couple weeks ago. Oh, amazing. We Series Fest this weekend, and then we were playing Outfest in July. And how did it all begin? Like, with, like how did you start? Was it an idea, and then what? Like, and then yeah, you did it all yourself. I was, uh, I was in grad school getting my MFA in playwriting at UCLA, and I just wanted to make something and be the person who was responsible for its failure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so or many, success. Or success. Thank you very As much. As it turned out, success. But I just been in so many <laughs> micro-budget projects yeah. that literally didn't get finished. Yeah. And, uh, oh. Yeah, that's the worst, isn't it? it? Yeah. So we shot it for two thousand dollars and a stick of gum to hold it all together, basically. Wow. And put the first two episodes on YouTube and were really blown away by the response. And yeah. at the time, wow. we were theater actors who had just moved from New York to Los Angeles, and I literally had never done anything on camera, and he'd never played gay on camera, and we wanted footage to try to like become Hollywood stars. Yeah. <laughs> and you were already together as a couple? Yeah, yeah. We We've met in New York. 13 years. Wow. 13 years. I love 13 that. gay oh. years. We love that's, a, that's a That's lot. a lot. I like hearing success stories. I know. Mine never make it past three months. As <laughs> I, I've had a series of just tragic mistakes. <laughs> you produced a web that's series. What we, that's what we call them. Try producing a web series and you'll really know that you love each other. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to die. Um, that's so no, impressive. Unfortunately, yeah. they're more like it ends in like, you know, explosive criminality oh. so <laughs> <laughs> so now yes. I, I now a web, actually I did think about doing a web series with one of them it was wildly entertaining but that didn't happen and now there's a restraining order oh. they're perfect oh well <laughs> now they're, now they're happy ending. <laughs> only you made that web series <laughs> <laughs> I know then we'd have like you know something to 
then it would so still be with the criminals enjoy. in 13 years. <laughs> 13 <laughs> years is really, really something. So, who's phone me, rigging? Well, it might be me. Is it your jacket? Is it the actual bars? Is this the library? No, no, the no. library no is books. officially open. <laughs> Make us See, a drink. That's then. what happens. That's what happens. Naughty, when, naughty, um, Eric. <laughs> naughty, naughty boy. When I call someone and they and ask them to call me back, they do during a podcast. We haven't Apologies. even made any reading challenge commentary in this library. I mean, it's the reading challenge. Oh, are we supposed days. to read each other? I'm wearing glasses. <laughs> me too. We're, we're both wearing glasses. Library. You know, it gives us yes. a license to insult whoever we want. Exactly. But, exactly. <laughs> the, I mean, technically, the library bar is closed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> we, do very, to, we do get to stare at very um, entertaining-looking cows. Yeah. Cows with They're Very fashionate. Yeah. Fashionate? Fashionable? Fashionable. Fashionable. <laughs> Fashionable. <laughs> I don't know what word I was trying to say there. Fashion, I don't know. This room always makes me think of Belle and Beauty and the Beast. I know, I know. I will, oh, I've always yeah. dreamt of a library. For those of you at home, there are books like literally at the very, very top of the yes. room, which is like 20 feet I should, I should yes, climb up the ladder in these very in short York, shorts. If you're in New York, I mean, you know, they, they, they should be sponsoring. Well, they, have, the... they have great drinks <laughs> called Tequila Mockingbirds. They do. Yes, yes. They, yes. they are delicious. <laughs> We had several to begin our night. Last yes, night. we did. <laughs> so, so it's now season four. So, t tell us about like, how did you get from two ten-minute episodes <laughs> on YouTube to? We've had a long and winding and amazing journey of yeah. crowdfunding. What year wow. was it that you started? Crowdfunding, I love it. Twenty twelve. It okay. was the it was December 2012 to coincide with the Mayan apocalypse that never happened because there was a oh yes party. yes I remember that, yes, that dancing remember on the that street with like too. the world's ending the world's ending <laughs> <laughs> oh shit it hasn't no I'm just drunk <laughs> I'm remembering that episode yeah cool and uh, yeah we've taken a year off in between each season in part because we just needed that time to recharge we did a crowdfunding campaign for season two that raised 153 thousand dollars and Great. raised similar amounts for future seasons wow and starting with season too, That's we, more uh, than doubling your budget it's, from yeah, 2,000 to 150,000. <laughs> <laughs> uh, although the first season was like 25,000 oh, okay. total, okay. all told. Yeah. But the first two episodes were the you know real bootstrap, hard scrabble. You really got it done. Filmmaking. Yeah. Uh, but you we shouldn't uh, tell people you can do something for that cheap. Oh, we can't we anymore. Can't anymore. <laughs> We're out of favors. This is nobody's apartment left to shoot in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, but it's, I have a very great place to shoot. <laughs> Careful what you wish for. I'll write 200 pages. As long as you put me in it, you can use my house. <laughs> Her house is fantastic and is used constantly. Yes, yes. Well, starting with season two, we found our way to Netflix, which has just been an amazing, amazing thing for the show because we found a completely different audience. Because yeah. they put it on there worldwide, translated into now over 30 languages. That's that's do you wild. watch yourself being dubbed? Like, do you watch it? Like, you know, speaking. Oh, oh, okay. That would be really cool. I wish it was dubbed. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> I remember them showing, um, I can't remember if it was Friends, I think it was Friends, or was it? No, no, it was Zach Efron that was talking about his the voice that they have in High School Musical. For this. Oh, yeah. And, it, and when they put it in Spanish, and it's like the most high-pitched <laughs> <laughs> voice ever. And he was like, really? What? Like, why? When we were in Berlin, we got it to fits. see the Golden Girls dubbed over. Oh, my German. gosh. They oh. gave Sophia the most amazing, like, gremlin demonic voice. gremlin voice. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fun to see. And it would just be, like, screaming in German, and then Blanche. <laughs> 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 the screaming. 
makes it really, <laughs> it's way more aggressive, isn't it, German, the German language. Yeah, and yes. people seem like, especially if they're screaming at each other, they seem much more angrier. Yes. German. It's like, oh no, what? They seem angry when they're not even angry. <laughs> no, exactly. The language is like, what, we what? Stop. Oh. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I love the German language. My mom speaks German and never taught me or my sister a word. I know. My mom's speak. Polish and she never taught me Polish. I'll never forgive her. I know. I, well, same. I, you know, I lived in Italy and the rest of my family it speaks Italian. And when I got back at four and a half, um, no one spoke another word of Italian to me. And I well, lost everything. Um, so, what, okay, so season four, Outfest, you're doing, which is great. Can't wait. I'll go see it there. Yay. I love Outfest. I've had films there. I lo always go. Love going. Um, that is, you said six half hours? Yeah, we're screening the first two at Outfest. Okay. Oh, that's great. And when does it become available? It's going to be available the fall. We don't have the exact date, but either September or October, somewhere around there. And how do people find it? It'll be on Netflix, hopefully. Oh, Netflix, <laughs> right, because they, they're carrying the other seasons. Yes. Mm -hmm. You get one, two, and three on Netflix. Yes. Yay. I'm going to go and watch them yes. right now while yeah. I... We're going to binge. While I nurse my hangover. We're going we're gonna to put it on our Miss TV and, and just binge it. <laughs> really, really amazing people involved in this season. We have just a drag queen explosion. Is, it, um, is Willem in it still? Willem, is, the season centers around Willem and Stephen Guarino's characters getting married. Oh, cool. Oh, I love Spoiler it. alert. So they are having a drag wedding. Love it. At a gay bar on a Tuesday afternoon. <laughs> Love it. The wedding party includes. What better way to spend a two Tuesday afternoon? <laughs> exactly. Yes. The wedding party is going to include uh, Katya, Manila Luzon, oh, wow. Bitch Puddin, Marta Bichu, so many incredible drag performers oh, are part wow. of the season. Because I stand drag race. I'm just obsessed. And Me too. To get to work with like so many of my favorite, favorite queens has been amazing. Manila Luzon it. is. The bomb. Mm -hmm. So funny. I've hung out with her a little bit. Manila plays a, a, a bad drag queen on the show, which is really, really funny. That's hilarious. Oh, she's so, like not good, not good at drag? So this season, <laughs> so last season, spoilers, in season three, Willem's character was on the verge of giving up drag, thought you know, it was just not worth it because their convertible broke down on the way to a drag gig in other desert cities mm. and um, just kind of had a meltdown, was going to quit drag. But this season has found some success on YouTube. So without getting, giving too much away, uh, Willem's trying to make their wedding a um, social media event and has hired famous drag queens and Instagram influencers to pretend to be her friends. Oh, her <laughs> oh that's great. <laughs> she, so, she do you, met do you, their rate and they, they'll show up. Do you guys, like, do you have an audition process for people or do you just cast your friends? Like, how does it Generally work? Generally hate auditioning. Yes, I, I know, yeah. both sides. We've cast very, very few characters through auditioning. We cast Matt McKelligan in season one through auditioning, Leif Burke in season two, and uh, a new addition to the cast who's fantastic, Jake Choi, um, in this season. Other than that, we haven't really auditioned yeah. for any of the roles that we've cast. You didn't make Drew Drogi audition? Did not make <laughs> Do you know what role Drew only? Drogi paid? No, I know. It was offer only. Drew Drogi came in to do one cameo scene, and it stole the whole... It absolutely stole the whole fucking season and ended up in the trailer. It's this one scene in season two. He comes on as a grizzled old drag queen named Rape Soda. He <laughs> <laughs> does not want to run bingo by herself. <laughs> it's just amazing. Like, I'm, so to, I'm dying to see the show, so I know that everyone else listening is going to be the same. So this, is, this is working. Grow up in front of your eyes. We've yeah. been playing this little like retrospective before our screenings last couple of weeks starting with season two yeah. and we just see our 
age come upon our faces. Of <laughs> <laughs> It's a lot better, though. That's true. Yes. Yeah, we went to the gym a little bit after season one. Yeah. It's oh, called a glow up. That's what As you see called. yourself yes, on screen, you're like, oh my God, <laughs> I've got to change everything. <laughs> it I is did the way that. it works, it turns out. Especially yeah. when you're editing yourself, when you're sitting with and you're your watching and all the time. Every single angle of your shirtless like, scene, you think, yeah, maybe I'm going to go Oh to my gym. God. Yeah. I know, when I saw myself on The Bachelor, I was like, why, how did I not know I was that fat then? Like, like, <laughs> then I looked in the mirror now and I was like, oh, I'm really not that fat. So what was I doing? <laughs> like, all we could do was eat, really. While we were waiting for, for, for our scenes to happen or waiting for The Bachelor to arrive, we just ate. <laughs> so, you no wonder I had this pot belly. Yeah. I love your nail art. I'm just right? this. I was just Hello. a demon in a movie and I'd slit people's throats with my nails. Oh, those nails, perfect. Yeah, and now I've, I could, first I couldn't do anything with them. Like I couldn't open a bottle of water, I couldn't do my flies out, I couldn't mark my ass. But um, then by day Day three, I was like, oh, I kind of, I'm into them now. Have you seen those memes of Chris Evans with acrylic nails? No. Some people on the internet just decided that it's fun to put acrylic nails photoshopped onto photos of Chris Evans gesticulating. That's so funny. He's just like doing like this. He's got these beautiful nails. <laughs> <laughs> so good. He's in on it. He's really funny. He tweeted the compilation of it. Oh, he just showed me. That's oh, so funny. Got it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you were very quick at, with that. That's uh, why he's here. <laughs> yeah, got it. Our ace producer, Brendan, thank you so much. Yeah. Shout out. Where's <laughs> too, but they're totally chipping off. Yeah, I was seeing, I, I actually noticed nice. that earlier and then I forgot you to tell you chipping. that I liked him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. like, oh God, someone take him to a manicurist. <laughs> Messed up nails. No, I like it. I like it with the bronze. So you were in LA when you met 13 years ago? No, we were actually in New you, York. You already said that. That's so right. So we met in New York and then we moved to Los Angeles together. And, and you had been acting in the theater here. Yeah, both, yeah. Of you? both on Broadway. Where are oh. you? As little babies right out of college. College. What were you doing? I was in Leif Schreiber's The Revival of uh, Talk, Talk Radio, Radio which I saw. Here. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, okay. Now I'm remembering, kind of. Um, <laughs> and I love the play. I love the play. Oh, and, me too. I was and a huge I thought, Yeah. I still am. Yeah. Um, that didn't change. Yeah. Um, and he was in The Roundabout's Revival of Tartuffe. That I did not see. <laughs> but I, I, you know, I used to work in the theater in New York, and, and I try to see everything right now. I'm failing at that because I'm I'm not seeing anything this time. But um, but that's amazing. Okay, so where'd you and where you did you go to grad school for I acting? Did my undergrad at North Carolina School of the Arts. So I got a BFA in acting from there. Fantastic. Are you from North Carolina? No, I'm from Minnesota. Okay. What's a BFA? Bachelor of Fine Arts. Oh, that's interesting, because I got a BA honours in theatre arts, but they call it, in England, it's just BA. So I'm like, what's the F for? I didn't get one of those. Well, <laughs> screwed. Now, with a lot of friends with BA, BAs and BFAs, I got a BA. BA honours, yeah. Um, at Fordham University for undergrad. Oh, here. Which was a movement theatre-based experimental program that involved lots of, like, moving slowly across the stage in Butoh-inspired... Um, plays like the Bacchae. <laughs> wow. I know the Bacchae, well, I mean, and I have friends that went to. I, I <laughs> friends that went to Fordham, Jennifer Rao and Anne Moore, but they might be older than you. Well, all I know is that I had to learn how to do a stick fighting demonstration to play Dionysus. Oh. Love in the in the Bacchae. Absolutely, and I wore a vest with no shirt and leather pants. Oh, sexy blonde mohawk. Yeah. Yes. We actually did a production of the Bacchae. I didn't. I wasn't in it, but in at Penn when I was there. So I've seen it. I mean, I love Euripides. Yeah, amazing. 
Um, all right, so then, and where We're are you from We're all theater originally? kids. I was a theater kid, too. I love that. <laughs> Oh, I was going to say BA versus BFA. Is oh, yes. Of people when they get their BFA and then they want to go to grad school for something else, have to go back to college. Because really? Because they didn't like core classes that constituted. Oh, like, that's why it's called fine arts because you, yeah, you do, it's not a general studies thing, so you don't gosh. have to do the whatever. Yeah, I'm an MFA survivor, so I, uh, I made it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> wow. Uh, but I, uh, I'm originally from Mississippi. You are? Yeah, so I made uh-huh. it through that, too. Gosh. Yeah, well, would, well done. I, have, I mean, uh, maybe there's a little tiny twang Oh, there somewhere. isn't at all. No, I got rid of it. I you really? I hammer. You yeah. did. I you held did. a mirror up to my soft palate and practiced forming vowels without having diphthongs. Y'all. Sort of, uh, exaggerated <laughs> Yeah. In, in, uh, in high school. Because I went to a performing arts boarding school at Interlochen Arts Academy. Which oh, is in Massachusetts. Cool. Michigan. Oh, Michigan. Interlochen. Okay, I know people that went there, too. Cool. Yeah. Very well Educated in, <laughs> in yes. theater, and you can tell <laughs> the way they speak. Yeah, and so we're in Mississippi, though. Jackson, mm. it's the capital, but that's all about all I can say for it. Do you go back? I do to see family. My yeah. mom moved like out in the fuck nowhere in the uh, middle of the country, like forty-five minutes out of town, and for a while didn't have Wi-Fi, and I was like, oh my god, <laughs> so that was hard. Yeah, but, uh, but now she's got Wi-Fi. She's on a lake. So, th- so I visit her now. So I continue to, to have a relationship. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's nice. To, it's nice to have a lake uh, to be on a lake. Yeah. I didn't grow up in the country though. Like I, I grew up very much in like a shitty little city. Yeah. I sorry, know. sorry to anybody from Jackson. I, I didn't like it. It's got a Whole Foods now. It's getting better. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I've never been. Uh, no, that's not true. What are the We're cities going to in, Jackson? in Mississippi? Hattiesburg, Biloxi on the coast. Oh. You might go to Oxford for Ole Miss or the famous bookstore no. in the square. It's Johnny never been. Cash. Yes, Johnny Cash right? Johnny Cash going to Jackson. Yeah. 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 My, dad, my dad always sings that in karaoke. Ooh, My dad loves his karaoke. <laughs> How'd you guys meet? We met at Angus McIndoo, which is a, a theater extinct bar. theater hangout that I worked at on and off for one million years. It was a really great, uh, special place to work. I was bartending, and he is was... this closed now? Yeah, it doesn't exist. That's so it's sad. A, it's a Chinese restaurant. We just went by. It used to be a barbecue restaurant. Now it's a Chinese restaurant. I mean, I, we keep I tabs love. On it. Yeah, <laughs> we're like, what are you changing up our delightful like place Allen's to now? And the one, uh, yeah. I, 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 lo- I go there all the time. Oh, Parson Troll. Thank you, Parson <laughs> Troll. I love it. Um, yeah. So it, it was like one of those. Yeah. Right? yeah. You just would go after the totally. play. Totally. And everyone would be out. there. Oh, yeah. Gosh. And I literally worked there with my best friend who I lived with and my sister. My little sister worked in the coat check. She was in college at FIT at the time and she'd sit in the coat check with her textbooks and then uh. take people's coats and get good tips from Matthew Broderick. That's so sweet. <laughs> it wow. was so sweet. And I love that. And it was so that. amazing about letting people come and go. Like if you'd book a play, you'd leave for six weeks and then you'd come back and you'd have your job again. And that was so like special and amazing in New York to be able yeah. to Yeah. Where were you work. living? Uh, Astoria for most of that time. Oh, okay. And I was in the dorms when we met, so he had to get signed in like the pervy old man that he was. <laughs> <laughs> I, He's a little bit older than me. <laughs> uh, I, um, I lived in Chelsea. I lived on 22nd between 7th and 8th, and Barracuda opened on my block um, soon after I moved there. Um, and it was great. I love, I mean, I, I miss New York. We're here. I love being here. I know. Here. I love it here. It does give. I don't because I don't get hangovers in LA. I'm always like I'm a professional. <laughs> and then um, in New York, I don't know what what is it, it is. You stay out so much later here. Because yeah. I find that I am out. Oh, that's much what it, you stay out, we out later, late. and then we wake up earlier because of the time confusing mm-hmm. something. I don't know. But I've got 
struggle bus all day. <laughs> well, it closes in LA. It I mean, could it be. The, the, I know. I found out the, after, the, the illegal after hour places <laughs> now. I only know of one uh, after hours place for gay people, and it is, I call it the snake pit. It is surely like the darkest, like drug addled, <laughs> nasty. Where? Kind of sit. Oh God, it's in Hollywood. I shouldn't say the name because I just called it a drug addled snake pit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that, Don't no, say the no, address you can, either. You can just, uh, yeah, no, you can tell me off there. Yeah. <laughs> fill it with smoke. I've only ever gone like after like a like a kind of gay party. Yeah. Uh, and they fill it with smoke and every you know like you the, the kind of like fog like parts for a second. You stare into someone's like just. The dark night of their soul and their eyes. <laughs> and then it's you a little brightening. Like, do I look like that? Yes, I know. Uh, yeah. Do you ever go to Ospenhoff? Yeah, I yeah. love Ospenhoff. We were friends with some of the promoters. Me too. Um, Derek Marshall. I was just texting with him today. Um, and I'm actually working with them on a film called The Letter B. Oh, cool. Um, is it a documentary? It is. Yeah. yeah, we went to the benefit for that. Yes. Right, right. Uh, yes. Um, I am helping to produce that movie. Awesome. Yeah, that's um, such an electric, cool party. Have you ever been? I've never been, no. And it's only just because every time it's You're on, working. I have to work. I have work, and I'm like, oh, work before play. That's my rule. <laughs> Fuck. So, but it goes um, until six. But I know. You I just could need stop to. stop by after. I was no, I need to work. for the drag queens, the last one that we went to, because they had a Bora on stilts in the crowd. Oh, I saw that. I was like, this <laughs> is dangerous. I can do I stilts. Want. I can do stilts. I'll come. On, I'll come on stilts. Oh, our friend Bryce was spinning fire. I. Was, I can do that I too. I should be part of this there party. Was, yeah. Get in. Come they on. had a sound bath in that U-Haul. I didn't know about the sound bath until afterwards, and I'm like, uh, gosh. I actually, it. I. I love a sound bath. I didn't know it was gonna last so long, and I was there with um, uh, someone I was dating at the time, and um, he went in, and uh, it was so long. I ended up they they opened it for some reason, and I ended up getting in because it was just mm -hmm. like. What am I doing out here? I'm just hanging. Waiting. Not, not in there. <laughs> waiting for the, the, the <laughs> never-ending sound, sound bath to end. end. Yeah. <laughs> and it was actually very, very cool. I'd never done that before. It's a good party. They get enough porta potties. They do it right. They really do it right. <laughs> they do. They do. Yeah, there's nothing worse than when you're like at like some like oh this is such a cool party and then it feels like you get the trappings of like them being corporate <laughs> overlords that don't treat you well. Yeah. Like, yeah. You have your twenty-dollar water bottle and your uh, you know. No, Derek. You know, people deep line to go to the bathroom, and they they take care of people. They, yeah, it's a good party. Derek started that party in Berlin, and then eventually brought it to uh, L.A. And they they've been they've been killing it. I love it. We're gonna we may do some content with them actually. They want to start like a, a Osmanhof channel and like make music videos and like you know tap into some of the energy and the artistry that's there anyway. That's awesome. I, yeah. Is, is the show going to continue? Will there be season five, six, seven, well, this eight? Is it. We are done. Are you really? really? Up our hats. So you, you wrote a finale. We wrote a finale. Mm -hmm. I think its stories have endings. And also, it is just, it, it's too hard getting this cast together. Yeah. And shooting with the budgetary constraints that we it's have. It's very impressive, Bravo. We don't have anybody under contract, you know? So if somebody has gets another job. Right. It's not like they signed up. up for season four. Yeah. It's like, uh oh, get me out of it. I'm Call not, my lawyer. I'm not, and also, we're all friends and I celebrate their successes. Of course. Not, yeah. Like, pound my fist on the pavement because Constance Wu has to go shoot the next Crazy Rich Asians movie. Like, yeah. I'm thrilled that she's going to do yeah. that. <laughs> you know, so, so amazing. amazing. She's it's so funny. All of our availability is 
kind of, you know, at risk. So I'm not saying I'm done with the characters forever. No. I might write something else involving the, the universe of these setters, but this format, this like six half hour ensemble yeah. format, this is its swan song. How hard was it to write the finale? Because it's always like, even like the best shows of life, like you, you no. see the end and you're like, oh God, you know, sometimes they're awful. Sometimes they do a great job. <laughs> Like episodes, the show episodes, did you ever watch it? Like the ending of that, I was like, they must have known at the beginning yeah. that they were going to end like that because it was just so under. genius. Six yeah, like, six feet under the gold standard. Totally, yeah. totally. This will be as good as six feet Yes, yes. <laughs> 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 the bar right there. <laughs> <laughs> that, I mean, what, I mean, just beautiful imagining of like everyone, the end of everyone's life. And it's so perfect because it was a yeah. show about death. And Whenever oh. I hear that Sia song, it comes back to me. Oh my God, oh. Yeah. it makes me <laughs> cry. Every time it is totally. just like locked into my brain. It's like, um, this is a pathway, this is a neural pathway to making me cry. Yeah. I have literally, Songs do that. I have literally like watched that finale many times. I've watched it because I needed to cry. Yeah. yeah, because I was like, I feel like I'm like an emotional I can't boy cry on something else, so yeah, <laughs> let me watch this. Yeah, yeah. Need oh a release. my god, I'm just thinking about it right now. I want to go watch it. I want to see Lauren Ambrose driving down the highway. <laughs> when Billy just like like nags her to death. <laughs> That's the best. Oh yeah. Well, I think he came up with a very satisfying ending. I hope so. I wanted to give all the characters. Uh, so do you, write, do you write it together or? Yeah, so the first three seasons I wrote every episode and then season four we brought on two, uh, two cast members actually that joined a writer's room with me. So wow. Steve Marino and Bria Grant both write episodes. And Bria Grant actually is our first guest director. Prior to this, I've directed every episode of the show. Oh, so wow, you, you did to let everything. go a little bit over the floor. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, the TV's a collaborative art form, and the only reason yeah. we haven't been is budgetary constraints. Right. And, you know, it's just more efficient. I'm just one person that doesn't have to get paid, and I can do 20 people's jobs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, you know, like, we're the two people who it's okay not to pay if we go over budget and things like that. Yeah, right. yeah. And I've actually never taken a paycheck for the show. Wow. Um, wow i would have been paid back into it that is lovely and intrepid and generous um this led to other opportunities for of me. course i got to write a show for cbs i'm writing a show right now for legendary i've been wow. able to sell other tv shows because of the success of the show what what else are you working on now i can't talk about that one just yet okay. i'm really hopeful too it's an adaptation of a young adult novel i'm so excited about amazing uh -huh. and uh i have several other projects i have one that was just in the sundance lab this year called trying which is a dark comedy about a gay brother and a lesbian sister trying to have a baby together. But he okay. gave a sperm donor for her girlfriend and set in New Orleans. Wow. And that's something that you haven't shot. You, right. You, I have you, you took it to the lab. Bible and okay. I developed it at Sundance Lab. And I'm considering, you know, I'm, I want to get it out there. I might um, consider doing something with it independently. I actually just launched a Patreon two weeks ago and it's going really, really swimmingly to support the creation of other LGBT projects like Eastsiders. Yeah, I mean, you, you've great. been very successful with the crowdfunding, you know, I mean, you've done four seasons of a TV show that way and um, that's a great, it's a great way to mix it up, you know, and to try to tell your own stories and have your control over it because, you know, you know, if you pitch to a network, you know, you, who knows, you know, well, what, what mean, they're going to do with your work. And, and we're always going, you know, like I've, I've bemoaned in interviews and in just in life that we only get one kind of truly queer show every five years. Right. Right. Uh, and the reason for that is just honestly, we're not a very large demographic share. 
you know? Right. Especially when you consider the LGBTQIA plus spectrum is then broken apart into smaller shares of like, well, yeah. what, are, what are gay men watching? What are lesbian watching? What lesbians watching? You know, what appeals to people in the trans community? What appeals to trans women of color specifically? You know, like all of these things broken down, it's, it's hard to convince networks that our voices matter. And that's not to say I'll stop trying, but that is, I think, why we have such a rich and vibrant independent film community yeah, around. I don't even think stories. about it because, like, like I just think the whole world is what the what the world we live in, <laughs> you know. And yeah. I, we're like thinking that like the the rest of the world like is not. And some of it's stupidity and laziness in marketing because I watch shows that aren't about gay men. Yeah, I fucking love shows like Vita. We're just like digging through Vita right now, and it's you know it's it's kind of a queer story about female Latinx uh, women, you know, and, and trans people, and it's, it's so cool. I, I don't, I don't I need think to see myself exactly. No, and I certainly don't. certainly RuPaul has proven that you can make a lot of money and oh, be yeah. very successful. And Pose you know. is such an amazing Pose. show. Pose is one of my favorite shows ever. It's un- Me like, too. unbelievable. I, just, I cry the whole re- way through it, but I'm also waking up dancing, doing everything, you know. <laughs> so what's happening right now in TV a little bit is yes. we're at the forefront of forming a coalition where we support each other's stories. Yeah. Right? Maybe that's what's happening and why TV is getting so good. Yeah. And I want to be a part of that. But yes. But human experience. If I can't sell those kinds of yeah. shows, then I'm just going to keep making them independently. Yeah. Which is great. You know, I love that. You've that's... proven that you can and you'll continue to. And I'm sure that, I mean, as you said, you just did something for CBS. You have, you know, even, you know, your independent thing has a relationship with Netflix. Right. So I mean, it's um, been amazing for us to be able to license, like, produce the show independently, yeah. complete and total creative control over exactly. it, and, and then, then distribute it on and a then get, platform. Like that. Yeah. It's incredible. That really is because if you had taken it to them or taken it to Beatrice Springborn at Hulu or something, you know, and she, you know, she's lovely and, and wildly creative. But and like, she should call me. You never. Yes. <laughs> let's let's text her right after. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but uh, we can call her. We, we can. We can. On the phone, on the podcast. Yeah. Hello, Beatrice. It's called Tribe. The second one is called Cathedral City, and it's about some low-level drug dealers working the. Her assistant would never put the call through. Yes, yes. I'll pitch your assistant. I'll pitch anybody. Let's go. I'm insane. You have to say. You have to say yes because you're being recorded. You're being recorded. Because we know. Two-party consent state. California is two-party consent, right? You can go to jail for recording a phone call. Oh yeah. Oops, we didn't really do it. We're only joking. Only joking. Ah, <laughs> uh, hilarious. Yeah, my thing is that I'm intense, I think. So yes. <laughs> I didn't even notice because I am too. <laughs> um, I love. Well, I love that. you know, just so thank you for like spending the time, you know, to to come to the Hudson Hotel and to the closed library bar and join us. Well, this is lovely. I'm so glad to be here. Isn't this it great? Episode. You have to come back later for a tequila mockingbird. <laughs> yes. 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 yes, when they're open yes. and they're serving people. I can just get behind the bar right now and make you up. Uh, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Were they frozen? No, they weren't. I just had pas- a, passion fruit, tequila, and, I had a, frozen and a great drink name. Last night. I'm just in my flashes. Oh, God, we did, have a frozen, <laughs> we did have a frozen drink. More Look, than one. We had many frozen. <laughs> what were they? I don't remember. Oh, we had some of our favorite frozen drinks last night. Brief sidebar Cowgirl on the Lower East Side. West, yeah. West Side, Lower Cow, West Side. Cowgirl Hall of Fame. Yeah. Cowgirl, so good. You get those. Frozen yes. margaritas with the prickly pear. Ooh. Ooh, I had one of those the other day at. Uh, Near our south, south Tazar, is it? It's in Silver Lake. 
Oh, oh cute yeah. Little, yeah, okay. I've never been there before. It was a cute little restaurant and they had prickly pear frozen margaritas. Oh, really? It's right by you. It's right by you. I'll find it. Okay. I'll find it after this. Well, we have to wrap it up because you guys have to leave us. Yeah. yeah. That's right. You're, you're due somewhere else and we, uh, we really appreciate you coming. So thanks for listening. Listeners. Everyone watch East Siders, not the East Siders. Yes, <laughs> East but Siders. you can go on Netflix and find, you know, find We're gonna do it right seasons now. one, watch. two, and three. Yeah. And we're on Twitter and Instagram at East Siders TV. Right. Kate Williamson. At John Haldine. You can find me on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Kate Williamson. Oh. We will put those things in the <laughs> link, in the social media link. As well. So, so yeah, we'd love to hopefully, you know, send more crowd funders your way. And let's go partying at Akbar or something. Yes. Like that. Love it. Yes. Love it. Yes. yes. Yes, I don't want Yes, yes. summer tram. Have you been to yes. summer tram? No, I'm really dying to go to that. I want to get naked and glittery. Let's go. Yes, yeah. let's do it. Perfect. We'll do that. Perfect. Okay. Oh, you're all jealous. We're all partying together. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Thanks, guys. Thank Bye. you. Oh, my, ch my chair just squeaked right at the end. <laughs>